Welcome to Daily Reflections, your source of spiritual insight and guidance rooted in the gospel of the day. I invite you to join me on a journey of contemplation and discovery as we unpack the timeless wisdom found within the gospel message of the day. The aim is to provide a space for thoughtful reflection and inspiration, exploring how the teachings of the gospel can illuminate our lives in profound and meaningful ways. Whether you're seeking to deepen your understanding of faith, find comfort in daily struggles, or simply to ponder life's deeper questions, Daily Reflections offers a sacred pause for introspection and growth. Today, we celebrate the feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And we begin with Psalm 128. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Together, blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. For you shall eat the fruit of your handiwork. Blessed shall you be and favored. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the recesses of your home. Your children like olive plants around your table. Behold, thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Together, blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Our gospel is taken from Luke chapter 2, verse 22 to 40. When the days were completed for the purification according to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons in accordance with a dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years. Having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84, she never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. 
And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Today we celebrate the holy family of Jesus, Mary, Joseph. What a beautiful and ideal family. You know, in fact, in the opening prayer of this Mass, we prayed, O oh God, who were pleased to give us the shining example of the holy family, graciously grant that we may imitate them. Actually, the Holy Family is an ideal family when it comes to practicing the virtues of family life and being a family united in a beautiful love for one another and for God. The Holy Family embraced the virtues listed by St. Paul in his letter to the Colossians. Heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. And over all these put on love. That is the bond of perfection. The Holy Family is truly an example for all families and, and even for our church family. However, we all know that our families today can face various challenges, including financial stress, parents and adult children fighting, communication issues, parenting difficulties, health concerns, and external pressures like work demands. Modern lifestyles can make it challenging for families to share meals regularly. Factors like busy schedules, work commitments, and individual activities can contribute to less family time. <clears throat> like all families, the Holy Family also had struggles. The Holy Family's journey to Bethlehem with Mary and with child speaks to us of the challenges they faced from the very beginning. They endured the discomfort of travel, the uncertainty of finding shelter, and the pain of being turned away when, when they were in great need. Their experience teaches us that even in the most challenging circumstances, there is hope to be found. Poverty and homelessness were not foreign to the Holy Family, and their humble circumstances re remind us that greatness is not measured by material wealth, but by the love and faith that bind us together. In their example, we find a call to care for those who are marginalized and struggling, recognizing the dignity of every person, no matter their socioeconomic status. The dangers that the Holy Family encountered underscore the vulnerabilities that all families face. Their experience of fleeing to Egypt to escape harm serves as a poignant reminder that we too may find ourselves in situations of peril and uncertainty. Yet in their journey, we find the assurance that God walks with us, offering protection and guidance in the face of adversity. 
Ultimately, my friends, the Holy Family's story challenges us to embrace our own trials and sufferings with courage and hope, knowing that we are not alone. In the midst of our difficulties, we are called to find strength in the bonds of family and community and to draw near to God who sustains us through every trial. As we reflect on the Holy Family, we are inspired by their unwavering trust in God's plan. Mary and Joseph entrusted their lives to God, even in the face of uncertainty and hardship. Their faith serves as a beacon for all families, reminding us to place our trust in God and his providence. You know, also the the love that bound the Holy Family together is a testament to the power of familial love. Their care, support, and affection for one another provide a blueprint for all families to nurture love and harmony within their homes. In imitation of the Holy Family, let's strive to cultivate a spirit of love, faith, and obedience within our own families. Now you might ask, well, how can we do this? Well, I think, first of all, by prioritizing spiritual life and faith within the family. You know, that's a journey that requires intentional effort and commitment. Praying together, attending mass, celebrating religious holidays can help to prioritize spiritual life within the family. These traditions provide opportunities for learning, reflection, and bonding over shared beliefs, incorporating regular prayer and moments of reflection into family life can really nurture spiritual growth and deepen the connection to faith. Also encouraging open communication about faith, spirituality, religious values within the family. You know, all of that fosters an environment where members can freely express their thoughts, questions, and experiences. This openness can lead to deeper understanding and unity in faith. Committing to ongoing education and learning about the family's faith, that can deepen understanding and reinforce its importance. This can involve family faith formation, studying the lives of the saints, participating in religious education programs together. That's why here in our parish, we we really stress family-oriented religious education. Years ago, parents would just drop off their kids and they would go to CCD, hopefully to get them to know something about God. And then a lot of times the parents would go off and shop or do whatever, then come back and pick the kids up. No, (laughs) learning Growing in God has to be done together. It has to be a major part of of our life. Another thing is engaging in acts of service and charity as a family. You know, that cultivates a sense of compassion, empathy, and the practical application of religious teachings. Serving others in need as a family reinforces the value of kindness, empathy, selflessness. Prioritizing spiritual life and faith within the family takes intentionality, patience, ongoing commitment, 
but the rewards of a strong faith-centered family unit are immeasurable. So my brothers and sisters, the Holy Family knows our families because they went through many of the same difficulties and triumphs that we find in our lives, in our work, in our play, in our joys, in our sufferings, in our times together, and in our solitude. They know what we feel because they felt it as well. Yet they gave us an example to be strong together, committed to God. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.